Welcome to A Peek Into Our Soul podcast series with Stephen Bradley Waters, author of Losing Your Mind to Find Your Soul and A Father's Daughter book series. Paperback exclusive to Amazon, digital content such as ebook and audiobook available from online stores. So I'm going to discuss manipulation and control. You know, too many people try to control and manipulate others. Um, and those same people accuse the innocent party um, of being manipulative. I have people in my life who accuse me of being manipulative. Yeah, I'm sincere and honest. I'm, I'm incredibly upfront. I'm direct. Um, I don't hide secrets. I literally say how it is. So the accusation of being manipulative I find absolutely remarkable and baffling because it's these same people that... Um, don't take responsibility for their actions. Um, they expect everyone to do everything for them. And as soon as there's an expectation of them, they don't like that. They have to reflect on themselves. And rather than reflect on themselves, they attack the other. So I'm someone that constantly is attacked. Um, phases me, at all, doesn't phase me at all, I don't care. Uh, I genuinely couldn't care less because... I know who I am, I know what I bring to the table, and I know I've expressed my feelings. I, I'm not manipulative in any way, um, but I also don't let people walk over me, I never have. Um, so in terms of like an ex-partner, um, she has constantly used our daughter to control me. And I've wrote about it in my books, in my father's daughter series, it's been quite incredible. Um, she never takes ownership of what she does. She always accuses me of being the bad party when she's instigating a reaction. That's what she's always doing with me. She, she Obviously, you know, when there's someone you love and care about more than anything in the world, which, you know, most people do when they, when they have a child, it's easy to manipulate a reaction from the parent that doesn't have their child directly in their life all the time. You know, because, of course, we're going to be protective of them. So it's not very hard to get a reaction when it comes to their well-being and happiness. So I always get caught up in that. I mean, recently I've walked away from it all a bit more and just said, okay, I'm not going around in circles with you people. Um, I'm going to wait for her to get a bit older and we'll have a stable life without all this drama. Um, so I've drawn a line in the sand. And I'm, very, I'm very abrupt like that too. I think it's important to stand in your power. Don't allow people to manipulate you because often the ones calling you manipulative are actually manipulative themselves so it's important not to get bogged down by that and worry too much about what they think because what people think of you is none of your business it doesn't matter and it doesn't matter if they convince others of that too you know because they're only hearing their side of the story they're only seeing their actions of what they're showing um and just recently i've been accused of someone i actually respected um, they've now accused me of being manipulative and I found that absolutely remarkable um, it irritated me a lot I don't usually let my feelings get to me like really but that irritated me because I thought the amount of work I've done for this person and for them to do that I don't give many second chances and I think personally it's me done with this person um, it's easy to put people on a pedestal and when we first engaged um, in conversation I thought so highly of them um, but as we work together, 
I started to realise my worth and I feel that's why we was put together anyway. It was for me to see I'm not beneath anyone. You know, if anything, I'm actually elevated beyond them. Because I started to realise my talents and my abilities and the fact that, you know, I don't need people. But I bring them on the journey and I accept, I, you know, I appreciate their involvement. Uh, and I definitely don't like people to lose out. So I just think equal effort, equal reward. I think that's fair. So we wrote a book together. Upon reflection, it was clear that I did 80 to 90% of the writing. And yet, you know, it wasn't a fair agreement. It wasn't fair at all. Not only that, after the completion of the book, I was the only one promoting it. You know, and I don't think that's fair. So I've done a majority of the writing, all of the promotion. And this person hasn't contributed at all sufficiently to what we agreed. We agreed we would promote together. You know, they it was their suggestion they would read passages of the book to their audience, their followers. That never happened. You know, it just went hidden. And yet my promotion was giving them financial gain. And I don't think that's fair when the majority of it's my work. And they're not doing what they agreed. So I created a solo edition. And I said, you know what, I'm not putting my effort and energy into something that someone else is going to benefit from when they're not putting anything into what I've what, what I'm doing. You know, it's not fair. That's too one sided. So I did a solo edition and I'm like, okay, I'll promote this one. And the one we did together will promote itself. Um I also did an audio book for my edition because I couldn't I'm not waiting a year to re- to create an audio book when I'm ready now. And and then that's the other thing. We were supposed to commit ourselves to this until it was finished. But they went got distracted. And I don't know. <laughs> you, I, don't, I can't account for other people's actions. Obviously their thought process is going to be entirely different to mine. But I'm saying what I'm seeing and it's not fair. And then it transpires that the biggest issue for them was using their real name. Their name attached to the book scares them. Um, people may be able to track them down and cause difficulties in their life because they hide behind a like a brand name, and a fake profile name, um, which is fair enough because a lot of people do that nowadays. I don't. I use my real name. I am me. I attach myself to everything. So, of course, for me, it's hard to relate to that, but I can understand it. But my point there is, if name was an issue, why not discuss that before promotion, before publication? You know, I could have put a different name on the book. So to not promote it because of a name, I thought was I thought was a bit silly, really, because we haven't, you know, that wasn't, it was never brought up that you didn't want to use your name. Um, so, of course, I'm looking at everything and I'm going, okay, if you're not going to promote the book because you're scared, it's not only the promotion of the book. If you're actually scared to have your name out there, then it's not wise to have this book out for sale. You know, because even if you don't promote it, one day it might take off. And if you're that scared, it shouldn't exist. Um, and I also have to sort out the royalties every month. So there's so many factors to this. I literally have to do the maths and work out the calculations, which isn't easy when a book sells in different countries because you have the exchange rate. I only receive the money in my in my um, local currency. So it gets um, converted. So by the time it reaches me, all I know is that. Um, so it, it, it gets incredibly complicated at times. Um, 
So there's so many factors. So I, I, I inform them of my decision that I'm going to just unpublish the book because it's too complicated um, until they're ready to acknowledge themselves as a contributor and embrace this book, um, not be scared of opinions of others. Then we can publish it again. That was not on the. That is not on the precondition that she promotes it, because I have my own edition of the book now. And going forward, even if the original edition was released, I wouldn't promote it because I'm not promoting something someone else gains from when they haven't put any contribution towards the promotion in the first place. I spent months promoting it. Um, for me, they can if they want if they want to get a financial reward from it, they can promote it. Um, because I'll, either way, I get money from my one, so I don't see the manipulation in that. And I said to them, I said, when you're comfortable having your name out there without worry about people knowing who you are, we can publish it again. It's not a problem. It was more for her protection. I could easily have both books for sale. It's not a problem. But if you're that scared, why, am I, why, why have it for sale? It doesn't make sense. So I left the ball in their court, and then all of a sudden they accused me of um, being manipulative. On the as though I'm only interested in her followers. So to put this into perspective, I have well, I had. I've literally just deleted my social media now. I said I would in previous podcasts, and I'd, I'd said online a lot of the time. I'm moving away from social media, so it's not me running away. It's literally me starting a new life away from the spotlight all the time and, and t- taking my energy back because time is valuable, and I was putting too much of my time into something that I didn't need. Um, I found social media quite. Um, discompopulated really it's you make so many videos and they get lost um so i've gone my own way now but yeah to put things into perspective she's got now i think thirty-five thousand followers and i had ten thousand followers so i wouldn't say the discrepancy between the two is that big you know as though she's got this huge following now that surpasses anything i've done and i really need her i wouldn't argue i need her at all um, so the idea of that I thought was stunning and I thought was quite um, disrespectful because I've been absolutely respectful, I've been up front the whole way through um, she sent me audio clips saying she doesn't even care about the publishing the book, she do what I want with it, she just enjoyed creating it and being part of the journey you know, so now to be so spiteful as to call me manipulative I found harsh but it made me straight away go, well, I need to talk about this because I think it's important that you know, people People don't allow others' reactions to dictate their life. It's easy to feel attacked when someone accuses you of something. And it can bring so many people down to their knees because it can make you question yourself. But it shouldn't. It says more about them than it does you. You know, I don't need people in my life. I genuinely don't. And, don't, and the ones that are supposed to be in my life will remain in my life. Along the way, people will be envious and jealous. You know, one of her things was that she wanted to do a podcast one day. I didn't really have an interest in doing a podcast, but all of a sudden after doing my audio book, I still had things to say that I hadn't written down. I hadn't created a book for the things I had to say. And I felt like saying it, which is why these podcasts exist. Um, I don't know if her outburst was a reaction of my podcast, and maybe she's jealous because since we did the book, I've done an audio book and podcasts. I don't know. But all she had to do was... <laughs> Just tell me when she's ready to republish the book. That's what I said. When you're happy with your name out there, we can republish it. But for now, I don't think it's worth it. It's not worth it. I have to sort out all the conversion rates, and you're not even interested anyway. So what are we doing? You know, I'll just. And it confuses people. I think having two editions of a book. I think it's quite simple. I've explained that. 
Um, so I don't see where I've been manipulative in this. You know, I think manipulation is someone twisting facts and twisting intentions and not being honest with someone. And that's not the case at all. I've been absolutely honest throughout. I've made it very clear how I felt, the disrespect. When I felt there was disrespect, I explained that. We had a frank conversation on it. Um, I was clear when I took the book, unpublished the book. I didn't do anything untoward. I, I explained it when I did it. And I've explained that it literally is just a case of when she's happy of her name out there, we can do the book again. It's not a problem. I'm not going to promote it, but I'll make it active. But until then, I don't see the point of having it out there. You know, my words are out there either way. So if they don't want their words out there, they don't have to be. Simple as that. It really is nothing more than that. Um, to say I'm attached to her following is ridiculous. I mean, her following isn't even much more than mine was. Um, I would argue I've achieved more since we finished the book in terms of the content I've created and what I'm pursuing but it's not a competition but it just means I'm pursuing my goals and not getting distracted um, but like I say I don't need people and I find you'll find when you're on your own path you won't need anyone either and the people that are meant to stay with you will um, but along the way there will be jealousy and envy there will be people that are jealous of your strength they're jealous of your focus and they're jealous of your talents and they can't do what you do. And I think that's the difference. You know, I can create what I create on my own, but it will be nice to one day meet someone who puts in that same energy and maybe they're, maybe they're equally confident and they stand by their name. I think that's huge. You know, you can't make accusations against people who actively put their name and face to everything because that would be a bit daft if I was a manipulative person. And I put myself out there entirely for anyone to make accusations and attack me. That'd be a bit thick, wouldn't it? I don't think that would be intelligent. But alas, I put my name out there and I put my face out there. And I say, this is me. You can judge me. It's up to you. I don't. It doesn't mean anything to me. It really doesn't because I know who I am and I share my story and I share the lessons I learn and the experiences I encounter. You know, I'm not the only person in this world that's going to get accused of being manipulative and <laughs> it won't be the last. But you'll find a lot of the time it's an attack um, based on an insecurity from someone else because they haven't reflected on themselves. They haven't looked at maybe where they could have grown, where they could have healed and done something a bit different. They haven't looked at their actions and said, hmm, I didn't really own up to what I was doing there. I didn't fulfill the obligation. You know, why should why should the other person have to do everything? And as soon as they question the, the fact they're having to do everything, they're accused of being a manipulative. Um, yeah. Do I, would I stop speaking my mind? Absolutely not. I will always speak my mind. And I don't care how many people come at me. I say how it is and I say what happens. I won't have my name slandered and people, other people manipulated to believe lies. Um, and that's how it is. You know, I'm very direct. I'm very focused. I'm determined. But I cut people out very quick. I rarely give second chances. Um, I don't think that book will ever get released now. The disrespect has irritated me. I don't need that book, although I love that book. It was nice to hear two two perspectives in a story. So where my solo edition of Losing Your Mind to Find Your Soul exists, that's my that's all my words. It's what I believe, and you know, most of the time we agreed, but there were some times when there was. Um, 
a difference of opinion and I loved that. It was it was it was in it was fun, it was interesting, it was good for the reader, people to be enlightened, you know. Um, because that's what it is about us all having an open mind. It's not all agreeing with each other but going on our own journeys. So hearing her side as well made it interesting. But the majority of the book was me and I hadn't realised how much the majority of the book was me. It was only when I started looking at the word count. You know, I'd done I think over sixty thousand words, I think sixty nine and she'd done twenty something, twenty something thousand. And it was like even if I took hers off and I added my own chapters, it was almost identical in terms of size. It's only a few I think fifty pages less. My 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 solo edition. So I think to call me manipulative I think is it's harsh when I did majority of the work anyway. Um so me promoting it all entirely and the weight on my shoulders I think was someone leeching off my success effectively which I didn't say because I'm humble and I tend to give people more credit than they deserve and that's how it started you know I was always giving them far too much when in reality I shouldn't and I think I've learned that lesson and life is all about lessons and blessings I keep saying this and I believe this was a big lesson for me don't put people on a pedestal don't expect more of them than they can provide and you know believe in yourself more and just realize what you need in life and don't allow anyone to take that power from you so you know i was fair and honest the whole way through you know and in future i'll be fair and honest with the next person but i'll never allow anyone to walk over me and as soon as i notice a disrespect i will i will address it head on but like I say, I don't give many second chances and that's not a weakness, that's me empowering myself and saying I don't need these people in my life. You know, they were there for a lesson, they taught me lessons. You know, she was supportive along the way, so let's not taint her entirely and I'm not here to taint her. I'm here to make the point of being, accusing me of being manipulative when I was nothing but supportive the entire journey. And I often get that. I help people until they grow and then when they grow and heal more, they sort of attack because now they feel they don't need you and they feel they're better than you. But the day comes when they see your success and they see your growth and the journey you're on and they look on with envy and they wish one day wish they were still part of that journey. But I don't look back. I only ever look forward. And when I get disrespect, it doesn't go down well. Um, so empower yourself. Notice how people treat you. If someone is going to accuse you of manipulative, being manipulative, I would argue that you don't want them in your life. Because I don't suppose that will be the last time they accuse you of that. So I'm going to cut my ties now. That book, I don't think will ever be released again. I wouldn't say never, but really, I can't see it. Um, the disrespect is not something I need in my life. I'm not going to repeat a pattern of behaviour. Um, and I don't need it. Likewise, I've cut my ex out of my life entirely now. She has no way to contact me unless she uses a false email or something. And I'm not even going to read that, am I? Um, I don't need to. I have access to my daughter directly. We can talk that way. Um, but the only communication with my ex would only be her trying to control and dictate to me, manipulate me to how she wants me to be. Which again, I won't put up with. I'm not allowing my identity to be sucked away by other people. Um, but yeah, people can make their own judgments, they can have their own opinions, and I'd say fair enough, because I think we should all have that freedom to think for ourselves, um, read between the lines, think, you know, it's entirely up to people what they think, but I don't care, and I think it's important that other people don't care either, 
So when someone accuses you of something, just realise that's often a reflection of them rather than yourself. Um, but it's important we do look at ourselves and we do consider where we've maybe gone wrong. Maybe we, maybe there is an instance where we've behaved in a way that wasn't fair. Maybe we do because we don't sometimes see our own flaws. We see our positives. We don't see our flaws. Um, but in the instances I pointed out, I believe me, I have done a lot of healing in a reflection. Um, I don't think along the way I've been manipulative in any way. I've been very honest with everyone. For instance, with my ex, I was always um, trying to reach out and be fair and I always I like to send emails, where, but sometimes we would end up in hostile situations where we'd end up arguing. But a lot of the time it's her misreading what I said initially. Rather than take the olive branch, she would see it as a sign that I'm trying to control a situation and bend it my way, and it was never that way, actually, because she was looking at it from a different angle all the time. You can never come at someone and be honest. Every time you're honest, it's an accusation again. And you think, well, how the hell can I get you to listen to me what the words I'm actually saying rather than keep reading between the lines and twisting what I'm saying and if she'd only done that in the past we would have had a lot it's been a lot more stable now um, but yeah they'll see it a different way than I see it and what people think really means nothing to me in terms of my life I don't care I don't care I wake up and I smile because I know who I am and I'm probably the mo- one of the most honest people you're going to meet because I will say what I think and often to your face. <laughs> and I don't think many people do that nowadays. Um, and that's just the way I am because I don't have time for nonsense. I mean, life's too short to deal with nonsense. You know, if you've got something to say, you're better off just saying it and moving on. You know, either repair and heal old wounds or let it go, move on. Um. Yeah. Just live life how you want. Live life honest with yourself. And don't worry so much about what other people think of you. It really doesn't matter. Thank you for listening to this podcast episode. Be sure to check out more episodes in A Peek Into Our Soul podcast series. And my books available from Amazon and digital stores.